See, the man doesn't want us to record this episode today. The man didn't want me to get my notes together last night. But what a crazy, crazy thing. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I'm going to I'm going to prep for this. Mm-mm. So you had like an Internet outage and you're blaming the man. Is that what we're talking about? That's exactly what happened. Man, tell you what, it's time. We've uh, we've teased this out for what seems like months. It does feel like that for sure. Stefan, Jody, me, we're the Freedom Cats. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, what do you even say? I mean, we, this episode uh-huh. has been in the works, maybe since we started the show. We always said we were going to do Jody's Conspiracy Hour. <laughs> this That's the title. Jody's Conspiracy yeah. Hour. There you go. Boom. I'm excited. Market. I'm excited. There's um, a lot of good stuff coming. Like, uh, I don't even really... i got to be honest, man. I don't know how, where to begin with this because we, we talked about putting the notes together for this. And uh, Jody's like, I got it. I got it. I'll send you guys my work. And boy, did he ever. Oh, uh, we, I mean, we I might, feel like this show is like when you... <laughs> Like dropping acid. You're just along for the ride at that point. Like this is, we're along for Joey's ride. I mean, this is, uh, give me one of those like uh, handwritten notes as, I mean, this brings back memories, doesn't it? It does. Handwritten notes. Well, we should post, we should post uh, Jody's notes uh, on our socials because I think people need to understand the uh, Kaczynski like manifesto (laughs) that was emailed to us. Um, I was, for the record, I was never part of the MK Ultra program. That's exactly what someone from the MK Ultra program would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been watching a lot of NBA playoffs. I mean, to use a you know some parlance from that. I mean, I, I feel like Steph and I are just going to clear out and let Jody go ISO on this. He's just he's going to do some things today. Um, we're gonna at, at the, towards the the end of the show. Uh, we're going to do a fun little uh, conspiracy theory fantasy draft. Um, actually, let's let's right now let's yeah. figure out the draft order. So uh, I selected uh, fifteen popular conspiracy theories, and we're going to draft a team of conspiracy theories. Now we're just going to do the draft order first, and then towards the end of the show, we'll actually do the draft. So here's the draft order. Your first pick. Stefan, you've got the first pick. I got first pick, huh? Yeah. All right. Did you guys take my phone? Your second pick. <laughs> no, the government did that. Damn it. While well, you weren't looking. The man. The man is trying to get my phone. I think my phone. I have the second pick. Jody, you have the third. So tune into that. Stay, stay with us for the, the conspiracy theory fantasy. A lot of good ones out there. I'm so, curious to see what Stefan will take. What, what will, I'm curious to see what the, the overall number one pick will be. Of course, I'm excited, right? This is like- You're practically buzzing over this there. Is, Look this at you. is where I live, right? This is, <laughs> this is where I live. <laughs> I want the world to know there's an alternate like puppeteering mastery going on. And so when we started teasing this out, it was, hey, let's all just put our notes together and then we'll just figure it out, right? You're going to do your part. I'll do my part. Uh, Stefan will do his part. And then I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to do an outline. And (laughs) in a matter of, I don't know, 30 minutes, I sent this out to you guys. It's, it's like 17 pages. Yeah, me, I gotta ask. This is not this is not a work of this is not a work of AI. I mean, you sat there yep. typing away on the keys. I just hammered away. And so I sent it to you as an outline. And 
The response I got from Chris was more like a manifesto. Bro, I mean, <laughs> listen, I mean, yeah, I, kudos to you. You didn't you didn't write it and like cut out letters from the newspaper. <laughs> I mean, but, I can't it. wait. If you're listening to this, make sure you make sure you're following us, at least on Facebook, uh, Freedom Cats podcast. We're going to post the manifesto online. We're going to see. I mean, I'm sorry, the outline. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The outline. Now, the outline is basically the uh, what you call the conspiracy iceberg, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Right. So From the, the most. Uh, I mean, top would be the the most uh, socially acceptable conspiracy theories down to the like really weird shit. Right? No, 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 that's not the way I would structure it. That's not the way this is structured. Obviously, you didn't read the outline. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Jody. I'm sorry. That's, 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 that's not the way I would structure it. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me so happy already. All right, Jody, take it, brother. So the outline actually starts with the highest goal, like the goal that nobody has reached to try to, um, you know, to get to like, what is the end game? What are these guys trying to do? What are the puppets puppeteers trying to do? And then the rest of it is just the strings. It's like, and it goes down into these it's categories. It's not even descriptions. It's just like, how is the legal system a string? How's the education system a string? How is the tax system a string? How is, you know, the, the information agencies that we're going to delve into today, the, you know, the three letter agencies of the government, how are they part of this? How is food part of this? And so it just breaks it down into categories and subcategories. And my thought was I would send it out to you guys and you'd be like, Oh, I really want to talk about, you know, how corn syrup was introduced into our diet and the body doesn't know how to process it. And it creates all of these addictive cascading problems and obesity and we could kind of delve into how that is deliberately employed so that the pharmaceutical companies have another drug to sell right that's just an example i didn't want to delve into this right now but then what i got back was this is a manifesto and then chris said his list which is like the 15 you know popular conspiracies. I was like, oh, or we could do that. That would be fun too. I like that. No, I think it's, it's an and both. It's not an either or. Okay. So the idea is, I think what we need you, to, we, I want you to walk us through this because I mean, there's a, listen, we're having some fun, but it's a lot, like you've put a lot of thought into this. And I respect that. Okay. So the idea is like, we build the, we build the foundation of what a cons, you know, why these things happen, the conspiracy things and knit it all together. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, it's like just a little bit of, hey, listen, you know, we'll do a little draft at the end, a little, you know, a little sprinkles at the end. I like it. Yeah. 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 So it's it's definitely an and both. I wasn't trying. No, man, this is I'm excited for this. I really am. So. So, OK, the puppeteers, they have an end goal. They have an end goal. What is that? Okay, so this is where the, the front of it really does look crazy, right? Because there's a lot, there's like a dissertation, right? Self-awareness is the first step. Yeah. <laughs> Just the front. Just the front. Yeah, I know I'm crazy. All right, so that's so funny. Um, they, they have, or they... I'm going to keep saying they, right? I'm going to need you to finish every sentence with man. Like, they the man. man, listen, man. <laughs> So the, the goal, I'm just going to tell you the goal what's and then the I'll goal? break it down. Break it down. Okay. What's the goal? They want to be a God. They, they want to be, be gods. 
They want to be gods. Yes. Capital G or little g? It's little g, but the reason why I've got the dis- dissertation is there is a logical order of operations where you could make the argument that if you're a god in any plane of existence, you're a god in all planes of existence. So obviously, but yeah, but for the, for those that wouldn't like anybody doesn't know that, right? Part. but there might be some of our listeners well, who aren't tracking. Is, so maybe break it down for them. And this is why I got into, and I had to break down the terms so that you guys could follow along. Right. Um, it's a, it, there's a, a Saint Anselm, right? He was a, he was a saint, but yep. he's also like this, you know, philosopher type dude. And he had an argument about the existence of God. His logical argument for the existence of God was that if, God is the greatest thing that can ever be imagined, then God also has to exist in reality, right? Because the greatest thing also has to exist. And then what I gave you was all the critiques from all the other philosopher geniuses that just matured that notion. Okay. And now that original premise has been broken down into even further subcategories that people talk about in religious spheres and you know philosophy spheres. And those three categories are the teleological, the cosmological, and the ontological. Okay. Now, some people might not know what those words mean. That's right. Why? That's why I have the de- definitions yep. right so here. Let's start with teleological. So the teleological means relating to or involving the explanation of phenomenon in terms of purpose they serve rather than the cause by which they arise. Okay. okay? Yeah. So I'm teleos, talking. right? So, teleos. Yeah. Cosmological is relating to the origin and development of the universe. So, you know, the cosmos. Mm-hmm. I thought it was makeup. <laughs> Could be makeup. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. If you go to cosmological <laughs> school, you, you might walk out prettier than when you walked in. <laughs> I thought it was makeup. Ontological is relating to a branch of metaphysics dealing with the nature of being, showing the relationships between the concepts and categories in the subject area or domain. And it's often used to talk about the order of operations. Okay. Right? So the idea is that if you can have... So if you if you can make the assumption that a higher level being exists out of exists in planes or domains that don't aren't limited by our current domain, so God, a higher level being, exists out of this. Does they become gods? They exist outside of time, and so their goal is to model everything, control everything. Because if you can create a perfect model, you can become. You can be so good at predicting and so good at manipulating that you essentially become a god. So I think that's their goal, is to become a god. And there's a belief that if they control everything, there, there's an e- eternal reward, as it were. They become immortal? Yeah, so they're already trying. So there's a, I, I don't know how many people are talking about this in normal spheres, non Let's just assume no one. <laughs> yeah. But there, there are... Um, huge advances in longevity being made. So there's several categories in which you've got to develop. So you've got like stem cells and the telomeres and the, you know, LeBron James is playing his 20th cell senescence. Is this where adrenochrome comes in? Well, there, yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry, this is where what comes in? Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. Yeah, sure. This is the blood of children. Yes. Yes. So this is why they're drinking the blood of children. So the lizard people. Yeah. Oh, reptilians that's on the list. That's, that's, the, uh, <laughs> hey, spoiler. That's 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 in the that's a that's a that's a, that's in the pool. Someone so the, might draft it. So their goal is, I think, to live for as long as they want to live, essentially forever. So if they can slow the aging process 
and then stop the aging process and reverse the aging process. They can be whatever age they want to be for as long as they want to be that age. Okay. And it sounds crazy, but there was a Japanese no. geneticist say? named Shimya, Shimya Yamanaka, who this is going to sound like it doesn't really matter, but it does actually have profound cascading consequences. He was able to turn any cell in the body into what's called a pluripotent cell. Now, the pluripotent cell is like the, it's like a stem cell extreme, right? Like it can do anything. Right. And so using that, that discovery, they're able to take uh, the old eyeballs of mice, the macular degeneration, can't see out of the eyeballs and reverse it back to the young state. So I know mice is a far cry from humans, but they are. To but the it starts there. Right. Yes. And then you work your way up. And yes. And so this was, you know, whatever, 15 years ago. And the problem with people living forever is the uh, impact in society is so huge and the people who are going to have first access to this are going to be the people who are in the wealthiest and most powerful positions, obviously. And so that gives them a head start and an advantage so far beyond everybody else. They become the masters of men. This is the, their terms. And so they want to have a little, you know, worker bee class and then they want to live forever and they want to be essentially the gods. And in addition to that, they've made huge advancements in computing and they're now socializing the idea of quantum computing, which tells me that they probably have made, uh, if they don't already have a quantum computer, they're so close that they're about to have a quantum computer. And what is it? I mean, I hear the term quantum computer and quantum. What is it? So, um, everything we're doing right now in the computing world is based on just, you know, circuitry. It's basically a series of on-off switches. Okay. Are we still like the ones and zeros stage? Yes. Or are we way beyond every, that? Everything we've ever written, man's ever written from a software standpoint has been binary essentially, but then they've taken the binary code and they've grouped it together into these objects and they made it easier to kind of write the code because you don't have to write the ones and zeros. You just grab this thing that is made up of ones and zeros and plug it in. Okay. And that's these different languages. So you're talking like the common languages, Java, C script, all that stuff. So that's a software thing. Right. They're limited by the electronics and the methodology in the circuitry of the, the hardware, right? The only way to get beyond that is to change how you actually process the information. So quantum computing uses a different methodology in the hardware side, not the software side. Right. And so it uses the actual elements that make up the atoms. Right. So when you get into the subatomic stuff, you get into the tiny little bits, you get the, the quarks and the gluons and the Higgs bosons. And, and so those are all those are not binary uh, elements. Those have magnitude and direction. And so the amount of information you can pack into something that is not zero and one, but in fact, has a profoundly much greater, has a much greater um, initial state, it allows the hardware to perform at a much more, um, it, it's like, it's much more, I guess, powerful. That's a, probably the worst way to say it, but it, the computer essentially has an insane amount of processing power that we can't comprehend, really, if you compare it to what we've been operating. Okay. It's like, essentially, you know, you've got like a caveman with a piece of, rock and he's drawing lines on the side of the wall right and he's trying to count to 10 
And then you've got another guy who's got, you know, uh, the most advanced computer that we currently have. Yeah. It's that difference. Gotcha. So I just saw an article on Reddit this weekend about, uh, they're starting to study how to, um, save information, uh, in the form of DNA, as opposed to on actual, you know, software, uh, to allow more, uh, storage capacity. I saw that. Yeah. I don't know if that when has get, anything to do with it, but when you get down to the little tiny bits, everything starts to look more like information and less like actual physical stuff. So when you get down to the little tiny bits of what we are, it looks like we're just these little storage machines that are just going around collecting information from living our lives. And then we mix our DNA together with somebody else. And all that information just gets passed down generation through generation. Hmm. Like elephant memory. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. All right. So there you go. All right. They want to be gods. They want to be gods. Okay. And then the rest of the manifesto or outline is, uh, just the puppeteering strings. Walk me, walk us through it. Yeah. Talk about let's, pu- let's hear some puppeteering. We're going to do your f- three things. Okay, I, I will go through the categories if you'd like to know. Absolutely. And, and keep in mind, fellas, that um, this was not as well thought out as you think. This was me just kind of puking thoughts down on pieces of paper because I fully intended you guys to respond with something of your own. Chris did, uh, but his was a list of the most popular conspiracies, which I appreciate again. Okay. So puppet strings. So we got addiction, right? So there's a, there's these, what I would call primary vectors of propulsion. The thing that gets people out of bed that makes them do one thing versus another thing. Okay. Right. One of those things is addiction and addiction comes in a lot of different forms. Right now, again, this is a major category. It's broken into subcategories and each one of these subcategories could be something we'd talk about. Right. So sugar, Okay. Most people don't realize how addictive sugar is. It actually functions in the brain very similar to cocaine. If you look at the chemicals in the brain. Anyways, we're not going to get into that right now. I'm just kind of teasing that one out. Okay. Caffeine. Gossip. Gossip. Oh. Vanity. Oh. Okay. No. Right? Tell love, me more. Love slash. <laughs> <laughs> love slash connection. Okay. Right? Uh, fear. Fear is huge. The entire in, uh, insurance industry is built on this. Alcohol, nicotine, weed, and then, you know, your hard like crack, cocaine, meth derivatives, stuff like that, heroin, heroin fentanyl, and then drama. Drama's a good one. Dra- yeah, okay. But doesn't drama, drama be- doesn't drama fall into the gossip? Uh, that's where I was going. Yeah, doesn't, isn't drama part of the gossip thing? This is, we're giving feedback now. I, I feel like, like, it. I like it'd be it. gossip slash drama. I like it. So, um, why, why would you separate those two? So gossip to me is like, <clears throat> it's like Twitter, right? It's just the puking out of whatever somebody's thoughts are. And then other people puke their thoughts on top of that. And then it's whoever's, whoever's thought is the most popular. That's the one that kind of gets carried around, right? Everybody talks about, okay. And they want to go viral. Drama is like watching the 24 hour news cycle. Like, they can't just tell you the news. Isn't that fear? Uh, there is a mixture of fear in there, but there's also, it's not just fear. Okay. It's like the, it's the um, over-emoting of topics. It doesn't matter if you're talking about, you know, World War Three, or you're talking about, you know, something Trump said 
you know, they, they get a little over the top when it talks of when they, when they go into describing whatever it is that topic is and yeah. they over emote, like, this is the worst thing anybody's ever done. He said, Kofefi. It's like, well, it's not really the worst thing. Right now I'm done. going to the board and writing a zero episode that says episodes where we don't mention Donald Trump, putting a big old zero right there. <laughs> you thought we were going to get through it. No, I thought we no, were no. going to get through it. And by the way, I'm not a Trumper. I write. Yeah, here we go. We're, yeah. we're still, we're still going there. Okay. So that's, that's first category. Second category is money. So addiction is one thing. Money is another thing. And when it comes to money, the subcategories are the fed. Ooh, the Fed. Ooh, That's the a good fed. one. <laughs> the fed. Fiat. Fiat is just a car. Shitty car. It's a shitty, shitty car. So we got to talk about the shitty cars. It's also, believe it or not, uh, a description of the type of paper that you use. Like we use a dollar. If you go to, you know, over the ocean, you're going to use a euro. If you go to India, you're using a rupee, right? Those are fiats. Okay. Okay. Um, and, you know, I've got sub subcategories. Right. So uh, we don't have to get into it, but it's just the shift of how fiats play in terms of storing the value of effort and then transferring that into something. So it used to be, for example, that you would barter if you were if you grew potatoes, you could eat all your potatoes. So you'd overgrow potatoes and then you would trade your potatoes for eggs and you know shoes or whatever. But you had to lug these potatoes around. It was a pain in the ass. Right. So instead, what they did was they had a simpler way of transferring that effort into a currency, right? So it was, first it was like these little coins, and then it became paper money. And the paper money was actually based on something that had long-term value that didn't degrade over time. And so initially that was a precious metal. It was gold or you know, uh, silver or something like that. And then what the U.S. did was they got off the gold standard. When they got off the gold standard, then the dollar just essentially became what everybody believed it was worth. And they muscled it into the global economy by positioning it as a dollar required to trade oil, what they call the petrodollar. And so every other country, it didn't matter if that was the country that actually created the product that had the source material, in order for to, for them to transfer that source material to another country, they had to convert that value into dollars. That's why everybody believed that the U.S. dollar could not be weakened. We were the king of the hill when it came to global currencies. Everybody was using the U.S. dollar. Problem with that is when people get sick of, you know, the U.S. muscling people around, they form these groups that say, okay, well, we're not using the dollar anymore. So there's a BRICS union, right, with Russia and China and India and Saudi Arabia. And they're basically saying, okay, we're not going to use the U.S. dollar anymore. Now you can trade in our currency. Um, they're talking about creating their own uh, version of the U.S. dollar, their own petrodollar, in which case, as soon as they do that, then the dollar takes a crap. Okay, I, I kind of got into a topic. A rabbit hole? Yeah, I got into a topic. It's uh, my so temptation. Yeah, but that but you know, that. yeah, but I'd like to introduce those countries to the industrial military complex. I mean, mm. there's a reason, there's a real good reason why your public schools are defunded, right? Or not funded where they should. The industrial military complex. We're yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's, that is a topic. We're going to get into no, that. No, but I'm just saying, by all means, try to make your petrol dollar. And... 
we prepare for this every day. Like we close libraries so we can buy more F-15s. Like it's just the way it works. And like, by all means, make your little dollar. New axis of evil right there. Yeah. Well, so there is a practical limitation to, so we are doing that right now. I mean, what you're saying is exactly what's happening. We're shipping an insane uh, amount of military equipment over to a country that is not an ally of ours <laughs> that's engaged in a super like a war with a superpower right we're just teasing a war we're just basically <laughs> i don't have any clue why we're doing it but it's it's a lot of money for defense it, contractors it probably won't have negative consequences afghanistan yeah <laughs> just think about that so Again, Trump was the only president that didn't introduce us into a new war. And think about how much money that cost this military industrial complex. As soon as Biden got elected, I was like, oh, well, we're definitely going to war. Like, we're definitely gonna, these guys have been, their pockets have been getting emptied for four years and they're super greedy. We're definitely going to war. Yeah, and that's what happened. And there's more and more and more stuff associated to that topic we could have a whole show on the military industrial complex and i'm i'm ready let's do it all right banks i mean i'm not even going to dive into the bank stuff because that's a whole rabbit hole uh taxes now does anybody think it's weird now, i gotta be careful because this is going to be a public thing so <laughs> does anybody think it's weird? 30 minutes in he's like at 30 shows that he's like i gotta be careful <laughs> yeah. yeah so people might hear this <laughs> So there are some really weird, um, there's some weird phrases that people employ that I think uh, misrepresent the reality of how people own stuff and how our country collects revenue, right? So we file taxes every year. We file taxes, we have to hire an accountant or we gotta buy the tax software, we gotta figure out what the changes are in the tax code to submit our taxes to a government who already knows what we owe. And so we submit and then they tell us whether we got it right. Why do we do that? Why don't they just send us what we owe? And why do we need an accounting software or an account, an accountant? Let me, I mean, in my world, my, the biggest trick the U S government ever played was convincing people that their refund was some kind of mid-year bonus. I see it all the oh, time yeah. this time of year. Yeah. People are like, I saw a guy the other day got a $12,000 refund. 12 grand refund. That means he gave the government, he lived a life where he was short $12,000 of income he earned. He gave the government $12,000 more than what he owed interest free and then was thrilled that they gave it back to him because he sees it as like a bonus and then that money gets burned away like that. Yep. Yeah. That's right. So that's, there's, that's a general category and the, the other th idea is that you own your home. You don't. You I rent it. No, I'm right. I'm, yeah. So this is another game that they play, right? And, and when the dollar gets diluted, the percentage of tax is the same or goes up, right? So if the dollar's diluted and you've got to pay more for everything, 
you're essentially paying more tax for everything. So when they say the tax, uh, when they say inflation is a tax on the poor, that's what they're talking about. As you have to use more of these pieces of paper to buy the same thing, the amount of tax that you're pulling from every transaction is significantly greater. So tax is a category. And underneath tax, I've got all these subcategories, everything from health and business and personal stuff to inflation and currency manipulation, stuff like that. All right. So that's another category. And then we've got insurance. So insurance is another one of these things where I've got like category, subcategory, subcategory of a subcategory. And that's, you know, your health insurance um, and all the stuff that comes with health insurance. And people conflate health insurance with medical care. It's not. It's not at all. Right. Because no. I've never had an insurance company provide a me a, like a surgery or a prescription or anything like that. But they're right. happy oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, kind of. They've told the doctor this is the one you can give him. There it is. Right. right. I like that. And then you got your. So insurance is is essentially supposed to be a risk normalization tool. It's essentially socialism. Everybody puts money into the pot and then you pull out of it when you need it. That's theoretically how it's supposed to work. It was actually a, uh, a gamble that people made in Britain when they would ship goods over the ocean. Would ships come back? Yeah. They just wanted to know if ships would come back. And then that manifested into this, the, you know, terrible entity it is today. So insurance comes in all different forms. So you got your health insurance, which is a really obvious one. Then you got your car insurance, your house insurance, you got all the stuff in your house that has a warranty because you're worried that something's going to break, right? You got pet insurance? No, you, no. Business insurance? <laughs> no, no. No pet insurance. <laughs> no. So. My cat ate through a bag of food. We got we, Groceries came in. The cat food got left on the floor. I woke up this morning and like it had been just eaten through. Yeah. If he dies, he dies. I'm very Drago on this issue. <laughs> yeah. If he, he dies, dies, he, he dies. dies. <laughs> uh, do you say that to your cat with the Russian accent? I, damn right. If you die, you die, you die. He dies. <laughs> My brother had a cat who still has a cat that ate hair ties. Would go around the house eating hair ties. He had to pull it out of his butt. Uh-huh. And it was just, got, he actually had to go spend an inordinate amount of money having surgery. Getting the hair. Yeah, no, that's cat. called natural selection. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the way I look at he it. Dies, too. he dies. I want it to to help the evolution of the species, not hurt it. So, like, you make stupid decisions, you win stupid prizes. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so this cat so messed up. We're, so, we're our podcast is named after the animal. We're like kill the cats, kill the care. cats. Um, so this is also a category I could go and do multiples. I could do a show on each subcategory of insurance. Right, because it's just one of these things where I'm no, just you, like, no, you can't, no, you can't. <laughs> no, the gauntlet has been thrown, folks. No, no, no. I'm sure. No, you could do it, but I mean, li- you know, listenership is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've only got a few more, uh, okay. like pages. So <laughs> the next category is law, right? And so the subcategories for law are all the obvious ones: divorce, accident, business, wills, and estates. Uh, education is a huge one. So a lot of people don't know how education evolved over time and they don't associate it to, um, the U S trying to increase the productivity of the individual. They see it as just a, you know, a collective intelligence that's, you know, passed down through an organized function, but that's not what the origin of education was. 
And so I go into all the different subcategories of education. Um, let's see. All right. So, and then I've got tribalism, the limbic system. Okay. So the limbic system, uh, is something vertebrates have uh, everything from the lobster. If you listen to Jordan Peterson, he likes to use the lobster as a good example of, of a creature that functions with the limbic system, similar to ourselves. Um, uh, but this is the thing that kind of, um, people tap into when they're trying to manipulate somebody into feeling like, you know, you guys like these shoes, right? You, you guys are big on shoes. They, a good example of that would be like the person who has this type of shoe is valued over a person who has a different type of shoe. And there's something, there's a chemical release, there's a reward in the system and it comes with the association of hierarchy. So the limbic system helps us organize ourselves into hierarchies based on whatever the uh, attribute or the quality is that puts us into a certain order in that uh, hierarchy. So let's say it's a sports hierarchy. Let's say it's basketball. The best basketball player feels good because he's at the top of that hierarchy. Or if, you know, it's grades or, you know, a certain topic, educational topic, the smartest person in that topic, the smartest math student's going to feel really, really good about that. And everybody else has got a certain ranking order that they get chemically rewarded when they know how to associate themselves in that hierarchy in that tribe. And so that's something that people play on, uh, particularly in things like politics, right? So they try to tell you how you should feel about a certain thing. If you're a smart person or you are a virtuous person or, you know, something like that. That's a, that's a category. Uh, information is a category. We'll get into that. That's a whole other show. Aliens. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All, all right. right. Ned, all right. You guys were Yay. waiting for it. I had to get through all the, I had to get through the boring stuff to get to the good stuff. Sure. Right? So this is all the puppet strings that help, you know, the puppeteers kind of manipulate the crowds and, you know, you, we can knit all that together and how it works in day-to-day -day function. But at the end of the day, are there aliens? Of course. Yes. Right. Okay. So we don't even need to talk about No, that. I mean, to, to your point, though, to your point about the, like, the socialization of quantum computing, right? We're in an age now where, like, government officials are saying things. There was that, I read this article earlier. Oh, okay. Headline. I read this headline earlier this year about, like, the Pentagon official who was like, yeah, there's a good chance there was a mothership or is there is a mothership somewhere in our solar system. Like, this isn't some guy on a podcast saying that. That was a Pentagon official. That yeah. made that claim. So there is, there's actually a conspiracy theory about um, faking an alien invasion or a religious, um, like the faking the rapture or whatever, to then take over control. Do you know that? I, I shouldn't ask Jody if he knows this you one. Know, yeah. You know this one, blue something is the name of the, the conspiracy no, theory. No, I don't know what he's okay. talking about. So you the idea familiar? is fake, fake a cataclysmic event, right? Armageddon type thing. What's the end goal there? To become gods, basically. Become gods. Yeah. Um, do you think that that would be... The, so I've often said that that would be like the one last thing that could like unify this country, alien invasion, but I still don't think that would do it. So that I, if... Are you saying that because... Our localized tribes, like we've got a tribe right now that's basically Warsaw or, you know, maybe you're a sports fan and it's like the Warsaw Tigers or you're part of this church. So that's that's your tribe. And then it takes that idea of tribalism and it makes it the whole earth. Right. It says now it's no longer the borders of our tribe are no longer defined by the school I went to, the church I go to or the town I live in. Now 
the borders, the, the thing that brings us all together is that we're on the same blue and green rock. And it just helps us get perspective on the size of tribe that we, we want to assume. Yeah. It's I just think that we're so divided. Like I was a big Star Trek fan, right? Mm -hmm. And now when I watch, if I watch an episode, like the one thing that's like the most unbelievable, forget like warp speed and aliens. The one thing that's like the most thing that stretches my, uh, my ability to uh, disengage. What is that? Wait, what's that term? Cognitive dissonance? No, the whole like uh, suspend your disbelief. The one thing that is the hardest thing to suspend in my disbelief is the fact that there is a united federation of planets that we were able to unite Earth, let alone a bunch of other planets into one thing. No chance. No chance. It is called Project Blue Beam. Blue Beam? And it's, been, it's a theory about the New World Order that's been around since 94. Uh, noteworthy that during the pandemic that caused the coronavirus, the blue beam theory took off again. Uh, the idea is uh, that they, the Antichrist uses the method of epi epidemics for establishing control over humans in the third final phase. That's biblical. So if you go and do revelations, it's not actually the, um, the initiator of the cataclysm, uh, the, the, um, whatever, the problems, right? Right. Uh, is actually God. Got it. But yeah, I mean, there's a series of, you know, what if, what if, uh, this whole thing is these guys trying to set themselves up as such, because this, this, uh, this theory is that basically they're creating an artificial second coming to, uh, unite the world under like one, Unifies unified quote unquote religion. Yeah, that's that's biblical. Abolish all identities. I mean, we we kind of okay. We're we're stepping on we're stepping on the draft here a little bit. Okay, but I like that idea. We can actually when you said blue beam, I started thinking ice cream, and I was like, oh, oh that sounds delicious. Um, they know, they know <laughs> they what, know what talking Jody's about. talking about. Yeah. If you can hear that, we got some uh, sirens. Yeah, sirens are heading this way. They're about to shut us down. Come take me, man. <laughs> you can't hide the truth, man. All right. So aliens, wars. Now this is where we get into, you know. What are they good for? Yeah. Why are we doing Absolutely war, nothing. military, industrial Ooh. complex, oil, Say it again. biotech, overall capital movement. People don't really think about the shift of capital from one place to another, but that is also something to keep your eye on. So we could get into that category, a whole other show. Immigration, Right. How, how that's being used, how that's being weaponized, the good and the bad, regulations, and that's food, oil, drugs. Uh, and then I'm, I'm gonna say that's it. All right. So you got, now you've got the whole manifesto, the categories and subcategories, and the point of that whole thing was to help us organize our thoughts. So or, that, yeah. So I, I feel much more organized now. So, I feel much more organized. Yes. So now let's go to the first topic that we're going to talk about. The assassination. Well, no, no, no. So, no, no, no. So, okay. So now yeah. it's time for our conspiracy theory draft. All right. All right. So, so right. Jody has established sort of why these things happen, right? Why, what we have these conspiracies and, and we can maybe unpack a little bit as to which category maybe they fit in to talk yeah. about like why these things happen. All right. So, like I said, we're going to draft. I, I gave the guys 15 of the most 
what I consider like the most popular ones or the ones that came to my mind the fastest, if we're being truly transparent here. So the way it'll work is, uh, and you know, you guys are supposed to, you guys were, you know, kind of putting your notes together to have your mock draft order, right? Like if you yeah. got the first pick, this is the one I'm going to take. Okay, go for it. Okay. So, uh, Stefan, you have the first pick in the conspiracy fantasy draft. I mean, I, in my mind, there's an obvious choice. I mean, there is a clear number one pick, the Michael Jordan of conspiracy theories. I'm curious to see if you go for it. If you don't, I'm going to be quite happy. <laughs> uh, I, 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 this is the one that I was talking about originally. It was the moon landing. Like, oh, you didn't. Was, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for this. Yeah. Okay. No, so Stefan's taking the moon landing wasn't real as the overall number one pick. Wow. Wow. That is the Sam Bowie of, of, <laughs> yeah, of conspiracy right. theory <laughs> drafts, man. Uh, uh, talk about it. Why, why is the moon landing not, why is that your first pick? Why is it the first? Because it's the, I don't know. Go ahead. So can we? Oh, Mel I know. Hang on, Mel Kiper is going to give his his <laughs> breakdown. Jody is going to be the selection. Mel Kiper of conspiracy. Yes, uh, Jody. I'm sorry. Mel Kiper is he is the commentator on the NFL draft, and he always tells you know this is the guy this they should pick. This is why they picked it. Yeah. So you're going to be day one. Like these are the winners. These are the losers. Yeah. These are the, yeah. I'm happy to do that, but I, I've got to do a moon landing of my own. Okay, let's take a break okay. real quick, and then we'll we'll Get come to back. Drop some rocks and some yeah. puddles. Hey, we're, all right, we're, all right. We'll we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with the defense of this number one pick. Holy smokes, I'm so excited! All right, we're back, and we are back. So, Stefan, you had the number one pick in the fan in the uh, conspiracy fantasy draft, and you yeah. took you took the moon landing was faked. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I just. I don't know. I like that one because it's such a wild out there theory. I do like the fact that I was looking this information up last night and that you cannot actually find anything about the reasons that it didn't happen. Only articles that will say it's been debunked. Like, why can't you find any of that information on the internet other than the fact that these articles say it's been debunked? Don't and, worry about it. And don't say a word. Don't worry about it. Um, so the idea is that, you know, the space race was happening where during the heat of the Cold War, right? You've got Russia beat us to space with Sputnik. It yeah. was sort of, you know, uh, mud on our face as we were, you know, the great technological power. And so we had to one up them, right? But we didn't have the, we didn't have the technological ability to get, a man to the moon and bring him back safely in a tin can. Right. So they, so we fudged it. Right. We, uh, we did some, we, we recorded footage out in California desert. Uh, there's a great movie called uh, room 227, which is a documentary about the movie, the shining. And it explores all these different conspiracy theories that the movie, the shining has birthed. And one of those is that there's all these like little uh, Stanley Kubrick directed it and he was a very intentional director. Like nothing was there unintentionally. I mean, down to like the props and where they were sat and what was going on. And there are a lot of space related, like uh, the, the, the kid, Danny wears like a rocket sweater and there's all these little hidden things. And the conspiracy is that Kubrick directed the footage that they recorded and that the shining is part of the shining is his 
confession because you can't talk about it, right? Or you get a, you suddenly you know you commit you get you Epstein, right? You commit suicide, right? So right. Uh, that's like his subtle confession that he did it. Um, Jody, what are your thoughts? Moon landing. Uh, I, I enjoy this conspiracy. Um, and it's funny cause I, I have the same kind of thought about the moon landing that Stefan does, which is why is it you can't find anything? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this dude wrote a whole book and you can't find any of the book itself. He used to work for NASA. You can't find any of the book itself online. You can only find the articles that debunk, debunk him. You see that video of a kid getting in Buzz Aldrin's face about faking the moon landing. Oh, and he got Buzz, punched. And Buzz Aldrin at like 86 just dapped yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Great. That's why we have the internet. Right no, I mean, one that. of the things they talk about with the moon landing is there were so many people involved, like 400,000 plus people involved. But if you really think about it, if they kept it to the very small amount of crew that would have been on the actual set, for example, and let everyone else that was involved with the process think that it was real. Like you're not keeping that big of a secret at that point. You're talking a few hundred, maybe a few thousand people. If even that, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, really who know, who really knows those three guys on the ship? Right. Yeah. Really, who yeah. really truly knows those three guys on the ship? Um, I, I mean, I think and we might have talked about this before. Did we go to the moon? Yes, I believe we went to the moon. Did they broadcast canned footage on television? Absolutely. Absolutely. When it rains, I lose my direct TV signal in 2023. Right. You're telling me we beamed live television footage from the moon in the 60s. I don't buy it. That's the one piece I just can't wrestle with. Every time it rains, I'm, I'm like, oh, really? Well, I mean, I, I look at the, the uh, physics and scientific aspects of sending someone to the moon, at, especially at that time, yeah. with uh, the radiation belts and everything like that. Okay. And, and essentially, they were wrapping something in tinfoil uh, to get these people to sit down on the yeah. moon. You know, um, yeah, I, w I would say that at least the initial one, the one that, that was the big, you know, we will go to the moon by JFK. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say it's quite possible that it was just television. Okay. Jody, any so, other thoughts? So on let's take a step back. Um, why? So you're saying that this was done as a way of projecting out a story to the world. That, that we're the best. We're the best. We're better than Russia. Yep. Better than anybody. And so we had to invest so much in this uh, endeavor that it had to be convincing enough to last. Was When was the moon landing? It was 68. 60. Okay. Seven, yeah. 1970, 1968, yeah. 70, something like that. 68, so we had to, we had to let it, we had to let it ride for a good 50 years till today. When the Freedom Cats are going to debunk the moon landing. <laughs> like, I'm not debunking the moon landing. I'm not. We landed on the moon. Okay. We, we landed. We came back. It, we accomplished the unbelievable. I believe that. I just think that they had some stuff in the can to sell the tale to the American people. I, you know what? I, can, I don't think it's that far of a stretch. The amount of misinformation that gets peddled on a daily basis, I could definitely see them doing something like that. And then having these guys who they handpicked that would be the good, like the poster children 
Yeah. For manly men. Buzz all. Yeah, they drove around in Corvettes. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were badasses. It's, it's kind of crazy because Stefan's point is spot on, which is sometimes they get a little too perfect with it. And it's like, no, 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 no. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> really? Come on. Well, that's... we'll get in. If I get to if I get this pick, we'll get into that whole the narrative is too perfect thing. But well, and it's it's a very widely I don't know. We'd have to look up like how widely conspiracy theories are accepted. Yeah. The moon landing conspiracy is I was surprised at how widely it's accepted, like in polls. In Europe, 25% of the population doesn't believe the moon landing happened. In the U.S., like 33% of the population doesn't believe the moon landing happened. In Russia, 28%. And then there was that Russian uh, cosmonaut like boss that just came out. And he's like, that never happened. Uh, it was pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm digging. All right. Let's move on. Next pick. I have, this, I have the second pick, and I am taking... It's the GOAT. It is the greatest conspiracy of all time, the Kennedy assassination. It burst all of it. All of it. It is the yeah. absolute... I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, wh where do you begin, right? You got the Warren Commission. You got Ruby killing Oswald so he'd shut up. Uh, you, I mean, all of it. You know, Oswald screaming, and I'm a patsy. I didn't do this, right? And then, then he gets got. Um are we yeah. saying goat or are we saying like Ralph Sampson draft? No, uh, the Kennedy assassination the is the Michael Jordan of conspiracy okay. theories. I mean, um, Oliver Stone did his movie JFK right. and like that was what happened. I mean, in terms of the American people, like forget every, forget the history books. What Oliver Stone said was what happened. That movie was nominated for best picture. I mean, it is, it is it. Um, do you guys listen to, uh, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. at all? So no. this was what I was asking on you as you were, you know, shut down by the government last night, uh, and you had me start doing some research. This is what I was asking because uh, Bobby Kennedy never thought it was a lone gunman. That was the brother, right? And then RFK Jr. Uh, like a he's was he um, attorney general or of a state or of the country? Anyway, he was looking into the CIA. Um, about it. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, actually it goes back to, um, there was a conflict with, uh, Nixon, I believe I'm going to get the story wrong, but it, it had it, the government allowed me to do my research. I would get it much more accurately <laughs> described, but it's, um, I believe, uh, John F. Kennedy, um, had a problem with the CIA because the CIA he went, Oh, sorry. Wanted to go in and invade Cuba. And they wanted to use U.S. forces to do that. And he said, no, 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 no. There's no reason to do that. Well, no, they did. No. So Bay of Pigs, they wanted to invade Cuba. They trained up all of these guys. And then it was an absolute failure. They got destroyed. And Kennedy was embarrassed, right? So well, Kennedy said, I'm going to shatter the CIA into a thousand pieces. Right. He was going to end the agency. Well, my understanding was that he didn't want U.S. forces there. They did it despite his request that there were no U.S. forces there. And they were giving him false information that it was going to be a cakewalk. Like, we've planned this to a T. Um, we've got all this. We've, the logistics are figured out. It's going to be an easy invasion. And Kennedy said, well, you can do it, but don't use U.S. forces. They went. 
It wasn't. It was a complete disaster. And they used, so they lost human, uh, U.S. forces, U.S. lives in something he didn't want to do. So he fired like the top three guys. And that was a problem. Right. And now so, keep in mind, at this point in time, like Cuba, up until this point, Cuba's like a vacation destination for, for yeah. folks. It yeah. wasn't, you know, at that point, Castro had, soon after Castro takes over, shuts down. I mean, that's the Cuban right. Missile Crisis and the whole thing. Right. Um, you know, the other part of the theory, I mean, there's, and that's why this is so, this one's so good because you've got like the mafia piece, right? Like you've got Joe Kennedy was a bootlegger, was yeah. tied in deep with the mafia. His dad, Kennedy's dad, Joe Kennedy, bootlegger, tied in with the mafia. Joe makes a bunch of promises and suddenly his boys get into office and they start attacking the mafia, right? Yeah. Uh, his, he, Kennedy makes Robert Kennedy his brother, uh, the attorney general, and he starts going after the mafia. So you have the idea that the mafia took him out, right? You have the idea that Cuban nationals took him out because of the Bay of Pigs. You have the idea, I mean, it's, you have the idea that the CIA took him out because he was going to end the CIA. And you have the idea that he was, uh, he was bullish on the Vietnam conflict, wasn't going to get involved, right? And again, the military industrial complex had to be fed. And so there's the idea that, that our own government killed him. This is... It's yeah, it's the absolute go. Yeah. It's the yeah. absolute go. But are those so all of those are fantastic individually, but are those individual? So if yeah. we, if we if we think about the long-standing relationship between these three-letter agencies and um, the mob or drug cartels, right? And we think about how the government is also utilizing these little incursions to spawn bigger conflicts so that the military industrial conflicts can benefit. I don't know if they're necessarily all separate. I think maybe the CIA has always been in bed with cartels. And so those aren't two separate things. I can see that. I yeah. can see that totally. totally. Yeah. totally. So where they say, oh, it could be this, could be that. I'm like, well, maybe yeah. it's not a separate thing. Maybe, yeah. maybe somebody, right? Uh, this particular president was like, oh, wait a second. No, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that you guys are involved in, you know, the drug business. You're not helping the system. We're not going to do these incursions because we don't want to have this potential uprising, this temple, uh, you know, the inflaming of this area that's going to drive a, a conflict with a major superpower. And that was too much. That's affecting way too many industries around our country that we don't even think about. Yeah. Or one guy shot him from the book, seventh floor of the book depository with a rifle he ordered on ordered via mail. And I think that's the important thing about all this conspiracy talk. Really, a lot of this comes from the idea that we can't believe the unbelievable. Right. We can't believe that we put three guys in a tin can, got them to the moon and got them back alive. You can't believe that's unbelievable. Yeah. You can't believe that one guy, one loser guy with a rifle, with a bolt action rifle that he ordered on the, or, I keep saying ordered online, that he, got, he ordered via mail, of like a mail order coupon, climbed up there and took out the most powerful man in the world. We can't believe that. And so these things, to wrestle with it, we, the conspiracies then be, are born. So the one that I haven't heard before as I was doing the, the research last night was that it was the secret service officer 
that turned around and shot him. Accidentally, yeah, accidentally discharged his rifle. I hadn't yeah. heard that. Yeah, there's a, That's there's a, a really there's a really interesting movie about that. That there's there was a secret service. Well, maybe we're talking about the different ones, but there's one where a secret service agent was following the car and shots rang a shot you know shots rang out and in the he accidentally he dropped his rifle or accidentally discharged it and that's what took kennedy out see again all of these things come out of this that's that's when oliver stone does the sequel uh he's done the sequel and it's going to be a comedy and it's going to be about the secret service agent (laughs) well like the (laughs) yeah everybody said earl couldn't be a secret service agent Jeez, oh, Pete. <laughs> All right, Jody, you've got the third pick. What are you taking? Am I going to just follow like our prearranged designated topic, or can I choose any one of them? No, you the- Wait a second. You're developing a conspiracy theory about the Freedom Cat show right now. No, you got to pick from the pool. Well, okay, so the three we were going to talk about, you covered two of them. There's one no, left. No, 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 I'm sorry. Okay, no, or, you have a list of 15 to pick from. I know, but there's one that's like an obvious one for me to jump into. And if you guys are okay with it, uh, there's actually two that are kind no, of cl- no, Clinton-related. No, this is not how it works. There's a pool to pick from. Like, you can't, in the NBA, you can't be like, hey, listen, I know this guy's not <laughs> eligible for the draft, but we're picking this guy. You got, you got Pizzagate, and you got Epstein didn't kill himself on the list. You're putting them together? I'm saying you got two Clinton related <laughs> topics, but we like we didn't discuss whether or not we were going to go that far down the list. Or I can just go right into chemtrail. No, I mean if you're t- if you no, I think you're, I think you're pick, misunderstanding how the list works. Right? These are not in any particular order. Yeah. These are just 15 that you can pick from fully. Right? I, so if you wanted to pick, you know, one that's like. 15th on the list then that is your your number one pick i mean here's what we're gonna do i will trade you my pick so you can you know pick up two three you and have four two picks right now you have yeah. pick three and pick four so you can pick any two from this list that haven't already been let's picked. go with epstein didn't kill himself epstein didn't kill all himself right. for the third pick all right jody talk about it uh he didn't kill himself he was murdered in his cell <laughs> <laughs> well that was the shortest talk about a conspiracy yeah. theory ever so this guy had a uh an island where prominent people from around the world would go rape kids and he was a cia guy shocking right he had a cia background right um and i think he just had a lot of uh a lot of photos and evidence that he would use uh that he had collected everybody knew when they went to the island that what was going down and they knew that they were part of a secret club or whatever, um, that they wanted to be a part of. And if that ever got out, it was just going to destroy a ton of very powerful people's lives. And the Clintons have had an inordinate number of Bill Clinton, I think flew to the Island 27 times. Yeah. Cause he really likes the Greek islands. Ocean breeze. He likes that ocean breeze. Um, right. That was his whole business model, right? Was entice these powerful people and get uh, compromising photos or evidence and then leverage that for power, money, whatever else. Right. Yeah. And so he, I don't think uh, just based on the, the limited amount of information I have about how they found his body, that there's any way he killed himself. Well, I mean, like for some reason the cameras went out 
the power went out. Right. Uh, they put him in a cell with this absolutely gorilla of a man. Like, if you look at the guy that it was his cellmate, this guy was like, like a cop, former cop who like killed 10 people and was just, you know, was all like 6'6", 380. I mean, just Damn. an absolute monster yeah. of a guy. They called him the Strangler. Some, I mean, it was just like, come on. Like, and like everybody with his giant monster hands. Like, what are the chances? He had, I mean, again, he had, you know, uh, with power comes privilege, right? He had worked out a thing where he was only, like, he was on like a work release. So he'd be out and then decide to check into the prison at night. But then that changed and he couldn't leave. And yeah, I mean, Epstein didn't kill himself. Boom. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. To, I mean, this one's, yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's open and shut. This open is shut. some of those ones on the list are the ones where it's like, okay, yeah, it's not a conspiracy. It's basically fact. Yeah. You All gotta, right. We got to try a little harder. So you, you got another pick. You had the picks three and four. What's your next pick? I'm going to go with the chemtrails. Let's do the chemtrails. Chemtrails. Right. Okay. So first off, I didn't realize that chemtrails and like weather control were not necessarily intertwined but they could be depending on who you talk to yeah well and so why'd you, you pick chemtrails so um it, it's an interesting topic um and i really want to get you guys' thoughts on the difference between seeding clouds yeah right so like trying to create rain or seeding clouds with something that's going to create a depressed population Right, right. So, like, it's not just salt in the air. It's, you know, salt plus whatever sadness. <laughs> salt <laughs> plus sadness. Salt sadness in yeah, this guy. Some sort of that might be a, sadness. Yeah, you, you just got a name for, like, a special here at the, at the brewery. Right. Yeah. Salt and sadness. Salt and sadness. And that rains down, and then people are getting rained on, and then they're sad. Okay. And so then they have to go, you know... Take drugs, right? See their uh, what is it? BetterHelp. That's the therapy app that everyone's getting peddled right now. Or it's just condensation coming out of a jet, right? Or it's that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it? Uh, you guys are familiar with Alex Jones. You know what I'm talking about, right? The that yeah it makes frogs gay. That's exactly yeah, it makes right. Frogs that's, gay. A, that's where I was gonna yeah. go. Oh, it's bigger than frogs gay. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that guy. Okay. All right. So Kim Trails. Yeah, um, I have the next pick. I can't believe this is still on the board. Nine Eleven was an inside job. Wow, I mean, I feel like that's the same short explanation as the at this point as the uh, the uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. In in all reality, it depends on what course of of inside job you're talking about, though. Like, I think that in a drawer they had. A document, a white paper, much like Jody's manifesto that said, shit we can pull off in a cataclysmic event that unites the country. Right? Right. And it was like a template. They had like, you know, they had brackets what for like to name what the cataclysmic event was. Right. And they were like, ah, right, yeah, we can do all this stuff once we are able to unite the country around one sort of event that happens, right? Uh, yeah. and do I think that they, you know, do I think that they, you know, that uh that the Saudis who flew those planes were like CIA operatives or something like that. No, but I think that our government, right. So they allowed I, it to happen. I think they allowed like the it to happen. Like the sinking of the Bismarck, like Pearl Harbor. 
like go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gulf of Tonkin. I mean, listen, it's, this has happened before, right? You have this event that affronts the country. Like they're coming at us. So now we got to get them back. Everyone on that plane were Saudis, but we went to Iraq and Afghanistan. Like it it was, it wasn't about getting the people that actually did this to our country. Right. It was about, again, things we want to do. Bush wanted to get vengeance for his dad against Saddam. And there was a, there's a lot of money in Afghanistan if you can get it, but it is the graveyard of empires for a reason. Alexander the Great tried to get Afghanistan and right. but it destroyed him. I mean, going back to Alexander the Great, like this, again, this, they allowed it to happen. And a, we talked about it. I think we talked about it once before. Maybe it was off mic. I don't remember. But they also, part of that is controlling the narrative and creating narrative. And some of it, when it's too perfect, that's when you know it's bullshit. And I'm sorry, you right. ni- Flight United 93 didn't happen that way. I don't believe it happened that way. How I believe, did it happen, Chris? I believe, we, I believe the U.S. government shot a passenger plane out of the air. But you can't, te- you can't put that on the news. You, Tom Brokaw can't, or Dan Rather can't come out and say, in order to protect another site, we shot a passenger plane out of the air. We scrambled the jets and we shot it out of the air. That's not, that story doesn't sell. But a brave group of passengers took over the plane and ended up crashing it. Right. America. America, let's roll. Yeah. Let's roll. They had yeah. a fucking hashtag. Like, yeah. Come on. Now, here's the other here's the other aspect. Do you feel like the Pentagon was a plane or not? Um Sure, why not? No. No. Okay. The Pentagon attack. Absolutely. You're so I, I'm the, I'm on that the, I'm on the, that as well. The angle of uh the angle, the yeah. what video footage they had was so much too small to be, you know, a 747 or 67. Yeah, all they had available. The only the only cameras at the Pentagon is like a entry gate, a crappy entry gate camera. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like we have as close to HD footage as you could have at the time of the planes hitting the twin towers. But like the only thing, the only footage available at the Pentagon was like a entry gate camera. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that was the, uh, the way that they actually get the invasion done is that like it's a, now it's an act of war. Right. You look at other, uh, like the earlier, you know, bombing that happened at, uh, the trade centers, what, 93, 92, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the other, you know, terrorist events that have occurred or been slightly thwarted. And, uh, there's no, there's no major invasions or anything right. like that. But, and other things that came from that, I mean, I just hit on the wars, but the Patriot act, they, yeah. they just, they slit the throat of the fourth amendment done. Yep. Homeland yeah. security. So the, uh, can I start a conspiracy about this? <coughs> so the whole thing, this whole nine 11 thing happened because Dasani wanted to sell more bottles of water at the airport. Think about it. They created the whole agency that stops you from being, a, being able to bring your bottles of water into the airport. Right. And so now is that a conspiracy or is that a, uh, unaccounted for benefit to a company that happened. I think Dasani was probably in cahoots. You think the, Dasani was the Dasani in it? Water yeah, did, they, did they lobby the government to try to form a agency, maybe a protective agency? Huh? Somebody look into this. You heard it here first. Water folks. fed by chemtrails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's water. Yeah. It's, sand. Or it's, it's sadness in a bottle. Yeah. Or some guys 
took over passenger planes and flew them into our buildings, right? Again, we can't believe the unbelievable. That could barely fly a Cessna 150. Right. Yeah. Or they pulled it off and we can't believe that. Right. All right. Stefan. Yes. You have the next two picks. Next two. All right. I can't pick the last one on the list because I'm not, I kind of have an idea, but I'm not, uh, not too much in on that one. I was, that one's supposed to be like a little local flavor. Okay. Cause he hung out around here. Yeah. Angola, right? Isn't that, uh, wasn't yeah. he here in Warsaw ever? Yeah. He robbed the, uh, the police station here. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you guys he used to hang out at the, the Barbie hotel. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. You guys are going to school me on some Dillinger background. Um, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, COVID and 5G and reptilians run the government. Awesome. I got to put those two together because they, I mean, it, you could take those two probably along with like Pizzagate and maybe one other and just put them all under the QAnon conspiracy theory umbrella. I mean, that's... So give me, what's the COVID and 5G? Uh, 5G towers were spreading COVID. Yes. The, the installation of 5G towers was sending out something, a signal or something that was making people sick with COVID. Yeah. I hadn't heard that. Uh, it was. That's a clever, that's a clever conspiracy. It yes. was, it was more, it was definitely more prominent in, I believe, like I remember it coming out of England Real, uh -huh. like uh, heavily i don't know that it took root the 5g part took root as much here in our country as it did in europe i could be wrong on that so was the wuhan lab just surrounded by 5g towers there's 5g towers everywhere right well i mean uh, yeah <laughs> uh, part of the COVID thing like COVID. i mean that's like i i put the 5g right but i think that's a blanket deal for covid conspiracies right yeah 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 well can we can we get into covid itself we can get it bro this is we so, so do you guys do you think at this point and i don't even know if it's conspiracy anymore but that the covid virus was intentionally developed and intentionally spread to the world i don't think i think it was intentionally developed i think the spread i believe the spread was accidental but that this was not nature this was not born out of nature right like I think it's John Stewart's bit where he's like, imagine there was like a flood of chocolate in Pennsylvania and there was a factory like and the, the Hershey factory, right? And people are like, where did all this chocolate come from? And it's like, right. well, there's a factory in our town that does chocolate, right? In Wuhan, there's a lab that is like the COVID based lab on animals and done. And suddenly out of that town comes this, this wild, virus yeah i mean it's like sweet tooth have you seen that show <laughs> i have yeah. yeah yeah they were experimenting with a virus and it yeah. mutated embryos and uh yeah, caused other people to die uh, yeah that was a that was a timely popular series yeah yeah so um do you think we funded it or do you think this was just like china thousand having, percent yeah yeah of course yeah and then we put the guy in charge of it who was deeply involved in the lab so how do you yeah. how do you square the the funding and the participation 
of our U.S.-based educational facilities and research facilities with Wuhan and the fact that uh, Bill Gates was talking about, oh, we're definitely going to have a massive virus spread. And he did this, I don't know, five years before. Do you think he was just saying hypothetically? Are you saying Bill Gates was in on it? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying I think Bill Gates funded it. I think it was intentional. And I think what they're doing is they're, they're testing. This is a test. There's a bunch of different little tests that are coming at us. And they're testing the population's reaction to things like, you know, this fear-based virus. I mean, there is, there's a compounding and strange reaction for uh, how the government dealt with this, the spread of this virus. Um, they had heard about it, and they immediately assumed an insane mortality rate, an insane transmission rate, and they gave carte blanche to pharmaceutical companies to generate uh, a therapy um, that was unlike any other therapy to treat a virus. It wasn't so traditional vaccines are, you know, a weakened or dead. Yeah. Yeah. This is RNA. Yeah. So uh, instead what they had was they had, they had limited spike protein therapy um, that was hyper-focused on the messenger RNA. And it's like, okay, well you hadn't done this before. Why are you giving carte blanche to these companies and by the way, I don't know if most people know this, but the only way those companies could have carte blanche is if there wasn't an alternative therapy available, which is why they were so adamant. You couldn't do monoclonal, uh, monoclonal antibodies. You couldn't do um, the ivermectin. You couldn't do the hydrochloric, yeah. uh, whatever. Um, and you couldn't just go for a walk and get some sun and you know some vitamin E and vitamin D. They didn't want to have alternative th- therapies available because because they didn't want to have a good alternative to what was being peddled and so that forced that gave them a good tool to force those therapies into the population so it was a lot of really rapid uh orchestrating of this well-engineered virus the reaction to the global uh economies and the global governments and the rollout and coordination with these companies that do vaccine manufacturing or therapy manufacturing. So it just seemed a little too, it's, it goes back to a little bit too perfect. Yeah. And then in the same time, you know, you got all this panic stuff going on and they're doing crazy. They have crazy stipulations like wear a mask. Like you got to wear a mask and that's not what they're designed for. It's like, well, what, why, why the mask? Why the lockdowns? Why the mask? Why the, why all these weird strategies, these weird tactics that logically don't, have um they're not a good and effective way to manage transmission of a virus right right and then you you know you have these other like the murder hornets came up for a minute right murder hornets i miss murder yeah, hornets yeah. that you was got, you had the you know you the, i forgot how did i forget <laughs> about murder hornets you uh you had the uh what was it the great toilet paper shortage of 2020 yeah we kind of yeah. lost our minds there for a little bit uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was like it, it's almost intentional. It's like, okay, now we're and there's sh- still there are people still living in this. We've got shortage in toilet paper. We got a shortage on baby formula. We've got chickens dying. We've got cows dying. <laughs> it's just there. It was, I just, yeah. I so you're like saying this was a run through for Project Bluebeam? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think what they're doing is they're testing. Yeah. yeah, they're just testing to see what what has the best reaction. And, all, and What's the, the most- orchestrators of of all of this were 
Stefan's net third the next pick. The reptile the people. Reptiles reptilians. That run the reptilians that run the government. Reptilians that run the government. Drinking adrenochrome. Have you yeah. have you seen the reptilians? I mean, I, I remember V was a really cool show in that the eighties. Cool, the original one. Yeah, V yeah. was sick. When the first time they ate the rat, I was like, oh, and like the throat. Yeah, girl, yeah, V was dope. So, yeah, it's your pick, Devin, Stefan. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about the uh, the reptilians running the government. Myself personally, uh, I've just heard things about like drinking children's blood and and all that type of stuff. Uh, apparently. They're like the anti-Illuminati, like they, the Illuminati and them kind of butt heads because Illuminati don't like reptiles, apparently. Um, I, I don't know. I don't buy this. I feel like there'd be a lot more like people hanging out on rocks in Washington and stuff when it's warm out. So sure. they can, you know, raise their body temperature and right. stuff. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't buy the lizard people. Okay. Well, good now, pick. Is is the is the reptilian thing really more of a? It's a um, it's alluding to the that secret cabal that that would meet on an island and like you know sacrifice effigies to the mollusk or whatever Moloch. You know so, what I'm talking about that secret island. Yeah. So you not think, the Epstein Island, different island. Oh, I was going to say these guys like is this all tied together. Yeah. So. Uh, Actually, Alex Jones was the first one to kind of like break the story, and this is where he kind of—is this the Moloch thing? Yeah, like the all these important dating back to like Mark Twain. All of these rich, important elites would go out into the woods in California and pray and worship this owl god named Mol- something like Moloch. Yeah, and I mean, it, and this is one of the things that like Alex Jones broke, and then he went freaking crazy and deserves there's a special place in hell for that guy um but you know that was legitimate like they went into the woods they recorded it and there's all these people in hoods and stuff and they're worshiping this effigy of this owl god yeah and so people you know they can't believe it they're like yeah there's no way and he's like no yeah this is actually happening and it makes you wonder how much other crazy stuff that couldn't possibly be happening is actually happening sure right this is this is like candy for us conspiracy yeah, theorists. Right. We like this. All right. So yeah, the, the whole COVID 5G and the reptile people, that all falls to me under the the whole QAnon uh, conspiracy thing, which kind of pulls a lot of this stuff together. Um, you know, the, the good and bad military. Uh, you guys, that's yeah. part of this whole thing too. Like the, the I, this is the third time we're going to mention the name. Trump's still in office. He's running the good military. John F. Kennedy Jr. is his vice president. <laughs> yes. And John, uh, JFK Jr. is still alive, according to these people. Yep. And yep. The bad military is enforcing all these things for Biden. And yeah. yeah. I don't like the bad military. Yeah. The name sucks too. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's a poor the bad military. Yeah. Um, all right. So my, my pick is next. I'm taking Roswell, Area 51. I feel yeah. it's my pick. Is that my pick? No, he's. Stephen I, had, I just had two. Yeah, we so run back, back the other around. Way. So you'll have yeah. the final pick in the draft. Roger that. Well, I was going to pick Roswell anyway, so thank you. Yeah, yeah thank me for stealing your pick. We got to work <laughs> on. We got to work on how this works. Um, <laughs> Roswell Area Fifty One. Uh, the government will have you believe that a weather balloon crashed in Roswell, New Mexico, back in the early sixties. Uh, it's garbage. No. <laughs> It was an alien spacecraft that they took the government 
confiscated and created a military facility based on uh, backwards engineering that technology that they found to create a bunch of stuff that some of it we've seen, some of it we have not. Um, I think there are times where we think we are seeing UFO. We, they are still UFOs, but they are not space based. These are they're UAPs now. They changed it. They changed the acronym. Well, what's the acronym? What is that? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um, isn't it interesting how these theories do tie together? And part of the moon landing thing was that they were trying to use the alien technology that they found at area or found at Roswell and studied at area 51. They couldn't make that happen. So they got Stanley Kubrick to direct that. Telling you, this stuff's fun. You called it mental candy. Well, I'm having a sugar rush right now. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. So have you guys, are you familiar with a guy named Bob Lazar? Yeah, uh, he's a right. Is he NASA or CIA? Well, I mean, he's a he former. Was, he was a he's a crazy dude. He's like the, the guy that put a jet engine in his station wagon. He's just like a tinker guy who was operating at a different level. But his background is like he had military access to stuff. Yeah, well, they conscripted so people. So they had Area Fifty One, and then they had a different area which was like S whatever Fifty Two or whatever. And so they conscripted him to come over and do the backward engineering stuff. Cause he, he had a incredible aptitude for developing and tinkering with technology. And, um, his story is so interesting because he's, he's now one of these guys that's trying to get his story out, but he's been saying the same story for years and years and years, and it hasn't changed. And it's now as people go back and listen to the stuff that he's saying, and they're describing these UAPs, it's exactly what he was talking about. Like the, um, the fields generator that was, would create a, um, gravity field around the technology and enabled the craft to move, uh, instantaneously in crazy directions, like not at all obeying momentum and stuff like that. Um, and, um, just his description of the internal mechanisms, um, his, um, journey trying to understand the technology and then kind of extrapolating how the the alien technology was actually each person had a little like a part of it yeah like he didn't have the whole thing he had one little part of it sure and they weren't allowed to talk to each other right and if there was any sort of uh information that was pushed out from this area it had a mixture of like misinformation in it so that as that information was accessed they knew who shared it right brilliant i know and this is like this is where i'm like man they, this is where they got really crazy with how they handled information and they how ha- they handled and dealt with people and then the thought is okay well maybe like all these major breakthroughs in technology aren't human innovation right it's just the discovery or the backward engineering of this alien tech and then they give it like through darpa or something they give it to these different organizations to then commercialize and run and yeah. these organizations are then married to this secret alien engineering group the reptilians yeah yes all right jody you've got the final pick in our conspiracy theory draft oh boy and we're done with roswell boy you guys did not spend much time on that well if you got more to add to it well i mean it is it your movie pick next week uh yeah i believe it is no there we go what's the movie I don't know. 
Oh, I you, mean, you want to talk more about that? Let's, yeah, well, I, I, yeah, if we're going to build off of that, I'll have to think about it a little bit. Uh, might I suggest a little film called Independence Day? They visit Ros, they visit Area 51. Yeah, I was thinking. Wait a second. <laughs> I think we've, didn't we watch Independence Day? Probably. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. If, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. I'm just um, saying they go, th- There's they go. a couple on this list I don't really know. Like, birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. Yeah, they're drones. They're, they're drones. watching us. Birds are drones watching I us. I haven't heard that one. That's awesome. What? I haven't heard that. You don't know birds aren't real? No. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, not no, real. But I'm yeah. really glad I picked that one. No, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're drones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not that, cr- I mean, it's crazy, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, it's crazy, crazy, but it's not that crazy. So, so uh, for a long time, um, there have, there have been groups that have been developing, they're not drones. They're like little robots and they're intended to mimic things like insects, like nanobots type. type yeah. Stuff. But they, they yeah. make it to look like a little hornet or a little fly or something. Maybe it was murder hornets were actually Maybe. right. That's Assassin drones. Yes. yes. That's right. It was a cluster of drones that went bad and they oh. just wanted to have a good excuse for their <laughs> yeah. murder hornet drones. I got, I got to tell you, I really feel like this uh, draft was a success. Um, you drafted something, and then we're explaining to you what you drafted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let, let, uh, as Jody says, let's feed you, baby bird. <laughs> oh, that's nice. All right, so here are, here are the, the teams that we've put together. Stefan's conspiracy theory team is uh, the moon landing was fake, uh, COVID, 5G, or just COVID, the yeah. COVID conspiracy, uh, and reptiles run the government. Uh, I put together a team of the Kennedy assassination. 9-11 was an inside job and Roswell area 51 and uh, Jody, uh, he put together Epstein didn't kill himself, chemtrails and birds aren't real. Uh, we'll post these on the socials and we'll let the audience vote. Awesome. Who, awesome. Who won the conspiracy draft? I got, I, I feel real strong about my team as I'm sure you do as well. We do have one final little pick. Yeah. Do you guys, and did you guys watch the movie? Manchurian Candidate? I did not. Did not. No? No, I, I was reading through uh, Jody's <laughs> manifesto. Manifesto. Trying to figure out how you're going to get your spot in my luxury bunker. I feel like that was already settled, but if I'm still jockeying for position, <laughs> like, we can talk after the show. Um, well, this was fun, Jody. I hope this, uh, you, you, like I said, you worked really hard on this episode. I hope this, uh, this met your, Oh, this is the warm up. Like <laughs> we're going to carry this theme <laughs> okay. for the rest of the year. Well, yeah. I was really expecting, you know, a, uh, a, vi- some visual things, you know, with strings mapping out all the connections and stuff. Some maybe, hopefully maybe next time. You'll, yeah. You'll I, I wanted bring you guys the, bring the pin board in. I wanted to come in gently. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I came in. Pretty so is this the start of a segment then? Are oh, we doing 100%. like a show? Oh, yeah. It's conspiracy time. Yeah. 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 We we'll, definitely need to do that. All right. Do a little jingle. All right. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get back to a book club next week. Yeah. And it, I'm, I know we just said it, but whose pick is it? Jody's, Jody's pick. Yeah. It's mine. All right. You, you ready to, you want to tease that out now? Or you need to think about it. I need to think about it. If we're going to build off of the Roswell thing. Well, you don't have to. I'm you just don't saying. Have to. No, I, it's, no, it's your I pick. Want to. Like you just said, or no, you just said the Manchurian candidate, but that's. Well, that was that was my pick. That was your because pick. of the whole conspiracy thing. Right. But, but yeah, let us know. Yeah, 
I'll uh, let you know. All right. To be continued. All right. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening. He's Jody. He's Stefan. I'm Chris. We are the Freedom Cats. Meow.